Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, two minutes after 3 o'clock. Good to have you with us for a final hour of power. Thanks, man, to Jason Fitz. Hope you guys enjoyed that from Yahoo Sports and from Fox Sports Radio. Go check out all of his coverage. Again, Yahoo Sports got a bunch of videos up. Was just at the College Football National Championship game. Uh, covers the NFL, covers the NFL playoffs. Longtime ESPN, ESPN radio host. Again, now FSR, which you can occasionally hear uh, here on the team, a 980. Uh, and the uh, Odyssey app, uh, you know, at night, weekends, that type of thing. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, and, of course, the the money quote there was when I asked him about Bill Belichick. He said, you know, he was just asked by one of his Yahoo colleagues, I don't know if that's Charles Robinson or whoever, for where Bill Belichick he thought would be a good fit in, and he said the Washington Commanders. Now, most of you... He said, quote, the place that would make the most sense is Washington. And we're going to have, I'm sure, uh, Lou DiPietro or Ben Krimmel will write that up. Uh, and Matt's going to have the podcast for you of the whole interview shortly on the Odyssey app. Oh, it's already up. He's that good. Uh, so you can listen to it. I mean, I would wait until 4 o'clock. But, hey, you know, if you want to listen to that, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, he said the place that would make the most sense is Washington. Now, I would say this. I don't think it's going to happen. But, again, because I'm not talking to anybody who is telling me stuff, I do allow myself to independently think here a little bit and say, I do wonder if a guy like Adam Peters, who is one of two reported finalists, who worked with Belichick in New England in the earlier part of this century, as a scout, I don't know what their relationship is. I have no idea. But is it possible if what Jason said, which is, oh, no, Belichick is absolutely willing to give up personnel control. Now, I mean, of course he's going to have a say. He's the head coach for crying out loud. He's won 300-plus games. He's won seven Super Bowls. Or six in New England and, uh, what, two as an assistant? I have to double-check. Nine overall or whatever it is. I mean, of course he's going to have a say. But, I mean, if you could get Bill Belichick where he doesn't have full control and say like a guy like Adam Peters, 
and maybe they're working side-by-side together, tandem. And again, I don't know what their relationship is. All I know is Adam Peters worked for several years with the New England Patriots. That's what I know. That's what I know. That's what I can conclusively tell you. And um, I missed that in my initial research on him. I for, or I forgot about that or whatever. And Linnell pointed it out yesterday. So, again, you take that for what it's worth. Doesn't mean that they are buddy-buddy or chummy-chum. I have no idea. But, I mean, if you start moving the pieces together, is it possible that if Belichick really wants to give up control and Adam Peters and he have a good relationship, and according to Josina Anderson, Peters' interview with the commanders a couple of nights ago was, quote-unquote, long and went into the evening... Okay, Um, and he's regarded, you know, through another source as a great human. And if you look at Adam Peters and again, his history, yes, the 49ers now and the last, what, five or six years, spent eight years with the Denver Broncos, helped them win a Super Bowl, helped them get back to a second Super Bowl, win one, lose one to the Seahawks and Pete Carroll, ironically. But if you look, okay, at the rest of his resume, he joined the Broncos in 2009, right after Mike Shanahan was fired. Spent six years in New England. First as a scouting assistant, part of two Super Bowl championship teams in 2003 and 2004. So not the first one. When, you know, Belichick and Brady obviously first took over. And then handled pro scouting duties before serving as an area scout in his final three seasons with the Patriots from 2006 through 2008. Now, again, I have no idea why he left New England if he was pushed out. I I don't know. And neither do you. Nobody knew who Adam Peters was 15 years ago. And I'm not going to have you tell me you know because you don't know. Could just be he wanted to go back, you know, towards home. I I don't know. I You know, maybe him and Belichick hate each other. I have no idea. But, I mean, he worked there with Belichick, again, from 2003 through the 2008 season. That's six years. If they hated each other, it's hard to imagine he would have lasted six years. Again, have no idea what the extent of their relationship is. Don't know. But if Adam Peters gets this job, is it possible if he has a good relationship with Belichick that he makes a call and says, Bill, are you really are you, are you really willing to give up personal control? I mean, you know, is this uh, – hey, Josh, is, is this true that you have a, a big-time affinity for Bill Belichick? You know, Florio's saying this, Rossini's saying this. Is it possible? I'm just asking. I'm just a dummy asking the question. Sorry. Again, there's other radio shows and other radio personalities and media figures that just flat out refuse to budge and have any wiggle room whatsoever. And they're always wrong. Always wrong. Me, 
the guy who you, a lot of you think is contrarian Chris and is crazy and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I'm right 9,000% of the time. Can I, Even though you all don't want to admit it. Can I make a quick joke? All right, 9,000% of the time might be a little bit of a stretch. Quick joke time? Yes, please. We, I just thought of another reason why Bill Belichick coming here would be not be a great idea. He'd have to face the Giants twice a year. Boom, boom. It's not a bad joke. Not a bad joke. They got his number. <laughs> they got his number. <laughs> Didn't uh, and the Giants beat the Patriots this year too. In well, the regular season, I think. As we were looking up and trying to figure out the number of Super Bowl rings he has. Uh, in fact, the other two Super Bowl rings that he has. With he the has Giants eight, as an or, assistant. Yep, as he was when he was an right. assistant with the but Giants. But it's six as a head coach or seven? Six I as a head coach. Six as a head coach. So it's eight overall, right? Yeah. It's 2001, 2003, 2004, 14, 16, right. and 18 with the Patriots. And then 1986 and 90 right. with the Giants. So it's six, so it's six as a head coach. And two as an assistant. Okay. Yes. I've heard not the number nine thrown around there. Uh, and I don't – like, that's not – like, nine is not true because, again, we just went through the years. And I, I thought it was eight total, uh, six as a head coach, because the Patriots won six titles. Remember, everybody kind of associates, you know, Brady's seventh Super Bowl with the Patriots for whatever reason, but that's wrong because that came with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, again – I'm not telling you I know anything. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. I'm just saying, if Adam Peters is the guy, is it possible? Is it possible that all along the Josh Harris group has been telling local reporters, hey, nothing to it, nothing to see here, don't even bother? They didn't know who they were going to hire as the president of football operations, as the VP of – what if the VP of football operations says, "Uh, you know what, I do have a really good relationship with Bill. What do you guys think about that? You guys like him? You guys think the greatest of all time? Yeah, I know he struggled the last two years, but man, we've had conversations. He, you know, me and him would work together. We worked together good, you know, in New England. Da 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 da. Just saying, could possibly happen. Just saying, I don't rule anything out. I'm wide open. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We're going to get to the. Final pro football focus offensive line rankings plus dumb dumb of the day. Uh, but next we get to our buddy Lou, sweet Lou, uh, who is uh, I'm sure calling to stump about something different other than Eric Bieniemy being named the new head coach, right, Lou? Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm, Come on, I'm, you you I'm can't like, even I'm, hide. You can't no, even. No, no. Chris, yeah, I I, I, I like. Soon as they, you know, they start saying, "Oh, he might be gone this season," and I'm like, "He's one of the genius." I mean, I don't know why some of these fans saying, "Oh, we don't want this old guy or that guy." Look, man, you could put him and Eb together. I don't want that uh, uh, nutty job, uh, McDaniel's. I don't want that guy over here. So, if you could, you know, put a combination of uh, Eb and him together, and then you know, just don't give him too much. Uh, 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 I guess uh, keys to the whatever. So um, if they could work that out, man, he's a genius. I can't turn Bill down. I mean, this guy still got it. The details 
Uh, I mean, come on, uh, Chris. We've been through what, what's been going on with the past four seasons here as far as situational and some of these players not, you know, doing their own thing and things like that. So he is one of those guys. If you ain't, you know, you're not playing right or you're hitting the wrong gap or whatever it might be, he's going to bench you. If you don't like that and you got something to say, he's going to cut you. So I want a guy like that. I want a team because they have a bunch of stuff around here. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm open to that, Chris. What's up? So – I'm surprised to hear you say all this, quite honestly. I know you want – I know you value discipline and structure. I did not take you for wanting somebody that's 72 years old coming off of two really bad years, uh, you know, uh, no. all of that stuff, right? right? So so I mis, yeah. I misjudged, if you will, a little bit. Here's, here would be my question, right? Say – Say this scenario that I've just, you know, painted with Adam Peters, you know, coming over and maybe they have a good relationship and maybe they decide to work together, whatever. What I would worry about is, again, everything would be great at the beginning and everybody would be on the same page. But I saw this, I saw this three and a half months into the Mike Shanahan tenure when Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder were giving full control and full contractual control to Mike Shanahan and yet they were putting enormous pressure on him and then forced and pulled the trigger on the Donovan McNabb trade, right? Like, would you would you believe that for a franchise that has had no good luck, no good fortune, and very little success, that everything could work out in this dream scenario that a guy like Peters and Belichick could work together? And, and you know, and, and I hope... But I don't know if that could happen. Or say they kept, you know, say Eric Bieniemy on, right, or whatever. Like that Belichick and Bieniemy could work together. I don't know. Um, you know, so that's where, like, the psychological part of my brain goes, eh, a little wonky. And I'm not sure uh, if everything could work out. Because we don't deserve uh, nice things around here for whatever reason. You know, I, I think those days probably behind them. I don't think he wants too much power so. I mean, he's seen that, you know, you can be, I mean, Josh put it, uh, press conference, he's saying, well, he can't have a view. Uh, Lou, your phone is breaking up, man. We're going to have to let you go. I appreciate you, as always. Uh, we'll get you on a better line. That's unusual for Lou. He's always on a clear uh, line, but I uh, just can't hear anything. It's all garbled. Uh, but appreciate our guy, Sweet Lou. 316 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. One of the things that I want to get to next, Pro Football Focus has their final offensive line rankings. Just how many playoff teams and where they rank and where did the commanders rank? What were the individual grades and what did they say? That's still to come. Craig Hoffman at 4 o'clock. I just saw JT the Vic in the house. Oh, that's going to be fun. And in case you missed the Jason Fitz, Yahoo Sports and Fox Sports Radio interview and Grammy Award-winning musician, it's available for you right now on the Odyssey app and at the team980.com. Matt's got it cut up already for you. Great spot. Lots of things in there that you're going to want to listen to right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Good to have you with us. 320 on the nose on a Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital and beyond. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines at a rec. Ace Law will help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. Um, so a couple of things. I was just talking to J.P. Finley on the way out, uh, and he mentioned that uh, I guess Peter Schrager – uh, from Good Morning Football, um, had some sort of tweet earlier. I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. Um, in, and this is in response to Jonathan Jones from CBS Sports' tweet. The Washington Commanders have narrowed their search for the president of football operations, and he's calling it president, not vice president. Again, could be a matter of semantics, don't know. Down to two candidates, Ian Cunningham and Adam Peters, as we've talked about. Schrager tagged that tweet. Whatever. Not a big deal. I do wonder if the Crafts are nimble enough to meet with Peters, who has deep N.E. ties, and would immediately step in as a top GM hire. Now, the Patriots and Kraft said today that this day is about Bill Belichick. But you'd be a fool to think that they haven't obviously thought, hey, this is a strong possibility and we possibly can do something else here. And if they come alive here, which, again, there is no GM. Like, 
There's no GM, no head coach now in New England. It's it's like in Carolina, the slate is clean. The difference is, is nobody wants to work for David Tepper, and a lot of people would like to work for uh, for Bob Kraft. And I'm sure Bob Kraft is not easy to deal with either. And not having a quarterback, you know, and an offensive roster, bearing of talent, whatever, but you know you have a a a, a defense. That is, Kate. I mean, they have some players. Matthew Judon, Christian Gonzalez. The only reason why the Commanders won that game in Foxborough is because those two guys weren't healthy to play. That's the only reason why they they won that game, and because Mac Jones sucks. So, is it possible that Adam Peters gets it? And here's the other thing. It's funny. All the reports come out mid afternoon or noonish, whatever, on my way in about how the commanders are moving forward full steam ahead, two finalists, this, that, and the other thing, when they knew at, again, 7.45 this morning that Belichick was out in New England. I mean, they're not dummies. So I'll say, and I've said this off air a lot, I am not a big fan of Belichick coming to D.C. just for my own reasons, but from a standpoint of the Harris ownership group, I do understand why you would really look at this as more than just, oh, it's Bill Belichick, the most winning coach currently coaching. I mean, on top of the fact that think about what the Patriots were before he came. They were terrible Mm -hmm. and they could not win and they would not win. And he turned that organization into the preeminent organization for the early 2000s in the NFL. More, well, I, I, more... I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them terrible. So uh, that, that's where I think you're wrong. They were not good. No, well, no, no. I'm, Pete Carroll was their head coach for three years before Belichick. Yeah, and they were basically a 500 team. But that's like the and Bill highlight. Parcells before that. Before Bill Parcells took over, they were awful. I'm saying that they had a history of not being good, of having maybe at 500, sometimes good seasons, but for the most that's part, fair. They were perennially at the bottom of the yeah not as bad as Washington let's let, let's let's but, be clear let, I mean they, they weren't no they, they were not as bad as Washington but if you're looking at the organization right. as a whole it was an organization that was trying to build trying to grow they brought him in and he managed to turn that into the preeminent organization in the NFL mm-hmm. from a new ownership standpoint you have a team that is, has parts but needs to get its organization together and needs somebody that has really just righted ships before and understands organization personnel and how to get people to do what they need to do. And from all standpoints, Bill Belichick fits every single one of those roles. Yeah. I I mean, and I'll repeat, I don't particularly want him, but I understand why you would look at him as this. Okay. Here's a guy that could write a ship. And that's been, I guess why I've been so hesitant to under to to not understand why they wouldn't even want to talk to him. Like I've been trying to figure this out for days, weeks, you know, because reports that they had no interest in him have been circulating for about a month, but really picked up in intensity on Saturday. I got enough tweet, I mean I got enough texts. Uh, from people that, you know, talk to people that were like, it is not happening, period. 
And, and, and now my argument is this. Again, okay, somebody is telling different sides of the story. That we know. Somebody is using one side or the other for motivation or leverage or whatever. But more importantly, if, again, you hire Peters, who worked in San, uh, in New England and presumably, again, had a good enough relationship with Belichick to last there for six years. And again, I don't know what the extent of their relationship is. I'm just maybe trying to get two and two together here, equaling four. Like, why would you, again, rule out any possibility that Adam Peters goes and says, you know what? I, like, like. Yeah, I, I would be interested in, in in hiring Belichick if we if we could do for all these reasons. One, defensive still savant. Look at that defense. Uh, we need help on defense too. I understand it didn't go well with Mac Jones. Mac Jones also won ten games in the page, and he was almost the rookie of the year two years ago. Okay, so some things got three. He won't have full control here. We'll work together. He'll have significant input. I'll have full control here. He's willing to do that. He's from Annapolis. All these things. Again. But now you have to worry about, as Schrager points out, the possibility that Peters goes to New England as their GM. And if you're the commanders, man. Now, you have a, I think, better roster overall than the New England Patriots. You have the number two pick. They have the number three pick. You don't have for sure a quarterback, but I think you have more of a quarterback or or a quarterback that has a chance to be better long-term on the NFL level, even as a fringe starter slash backup, I think, Sam Howell, than Mac Jones. I hate Mac Jones. I hate his strong. I don't like Mac Jones. And neither should you. Mac Jones is a douche. And he can't play. I mean, he kicks people. He steps on people's onions. Uh, I mean, he is he is not a good dude. I don't want anything to do with Mac Jones. So I but if you're Adam Peters and Foxborough was home for six years, and now you have the opportunity to reset the organization. With a number three overall pick, and I haven't looked at their cap space, but maybe that's appealing to you more than Washington. Maybe that's appealing to you. I don't know. I don't know Adam Peters. I I know he's interested. So the bottom line is this. I think, again... I don't want to go too crazy here, but I'm not willing to just completely write it off and say, no chance it's not happening. That's me. You can be you. Others can be others. I'm not willing to do that, especially because I don't know how many of the people that have been told no chance are even aware that Adam Peters was a six-year employee for Belichick and the Patriots. And honestly, I didn't remember it until Linnell pointed it out yesterday. And then I looked it back up and I said, oh. Again, Adam Peters might not be coming here. 
just because he's a finalist, they might choose A, Ian Cunningham, or Peters might choose New England or somewhere else. He might choose, you know, I, don't, I can't imagine he chooses Carolina. But, you know, you get the point. All right. Uh, 3.30, offensive line rankings coming up in a flash. We will get uh, you those. But let's do the latest trending alert right here, right now. All right, as far as Bill Belichick, again, uh, six Super Bowl titles and a legacy that will never be matched as a head coach in the NFL. 24 years in Foxborough. Of course, won a couple of championships as a defensive coordinator uh, with Bill Parcells. All sorts of controversies, of course. Where he will head next, we don't know, but he is out as New England Patriots head coach and more. Who will replace him? We just talked about some of the speculation that, could be Adam Peters from San Francisco, perhaps returning to where his NFL career started in New England. Adam Peters and Ian Cunningham, the assistant GM of the Bears, said to be the finalist, the two GM finalists for the Washington Commanders, I should say executive vice president or president of football operations role, because technically Martin Mayhew is still in. As far as Nick Saban goes, of course, retiring from Alabama, but Dan Lanning, who was the odds-on favorite, is not going to Tuscaloosa. He said on social media in a video post and then uh, as well on ESPN earlier that he is staying in Eugene, Oregon. Caps with a tough one tonight after a win over the Kings on Sunday and come from behind fashion and a couple of days off to rest and recharge. They're going to take on the Seattle Kraken tonight, who are 17-14-9, but have won seven in a row. They come in surging. 7 o'clock, the puck drop, 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. And we have Maryland and Michigan basketball at 6.30, following Craig Hoffman right here from College Park on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So where did the commanders rank among pro football focuses top offensive lines? They grade and rank, as you know, every player, every snap, every game, every this, every that. They have a unique system. A lot of you don't like it because you think somehow you know more football than they do. You don't. Trust me. Trust me, you don't. You think you do, but you don't. Not even close. And I don't either, so I'm not telling you I do. But you don't. Trust me. So, the commanders, and this is perhaps not surprising, finished 24th in their all 32 rankings. Now, they did more analysis on that, saying their best player, duh, Sam Cosme, True breakout season, fifth among guards, PFF overall grade of 
They also wrote Washington's sack total gets a lot of attention. The offensive line did not play as poorly as those numbers suggest, especially late in the season. The starting five did not allow a single sack from week 15 to week 17. I know they did in week 18 because, of course, I was there. I was also there in week 17, and that's true. The commanders did struggle at left guard, PFF writes. Backup Chris Paul received a negative grade on 25.8% of his run plays, the second worst rate in the NFL. But just a couple of nuggets uh, there. They offer nothing else. Their best lineup they list, Charles Leno, Sadiq Charles, Nick Gates, Sam Cosme, Andrew Wiley. There's a chance you know, three out of those five guys could be gone by the time we play football for real. And hell, even before that, because they could get cut. Uh, Wiley, Leno, you know, Gates, I think, will stay around. But the only offensive line's worse, according to PFF, the Cardinals at number 25, the Bengals at 26, the Jaguars at 27 with Brandon Sheriff. But they also acknowledge that Brandon Sheriff, their best player, allowing pressure on 2.5% of his pass play is the best rate of his career, and I still don't think he's missed a game since going down there. 28, Seattle, all sorts of injuries at the tackle spots. I mean, I had to bring in Jason Peters, who's 4,000 years old. 29, Carolina. 30, the New York Giants, with all of those first-round picks. Remember, Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas. Now, all sorts of injuries, too. Again, just because you pick guys in the first round does not mean you're going to automatically be great, even if you pick a couple of guys, as the commanders found out, with their defensive line, right? Basically, the the Giants did the opposite with their offensive line, at least on the exterior, and it hasn't worked out for them. But Thomas is good. When he's healthy, he's good. Jets, 31, and the Tennessee Titans, number 32. Those are the only teams worse. As far as the playoff teams, real quickly, I'll run through them. The Philadelphia Eagles, number one, they play Monday night at Tampa. The Lions, Sunday night football against the Rams, Aaron Donald and Raheem Morris. Again, will be interesting to see if the Rams defense, which is not great on the back end, you know, um, has some spots but has some really good young players, if they can figure out a way. To crack that offensive line, which we all know when healthy is really good for the Lions. And helps, oh, by the way, Ben Johnson. People don't want to admit that. Number three, the Indianapolis Colts. They were eliminated. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons. They were eliminated. Number five, the Ravens. They were on bye. Six, the Bills. They host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Seven, the Broncos. They were eliminated. Eight, the Cowboys. They're hosting the Packers. On Sunday, nine, the Dolphins, all sorts of injuries, though, including Isaiah Wynn and Connor Williams, their left guard and their center, both out uh, for the year, which has really hurt them and their offense and Tua's productivity, along with other injuries on offense and defense. But they are number nine, uh, are the Dolphins, heading to Kansas City on Saturday night. 
The Raiders are number 10, eliminated. The Packers, number 11, they're in Dallas, as we mentioned. Number 12, the Vikings, they're eliminated. Number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're hosting the Eagles, as we mentioned. 14, the Rams, as they've reworked their offensive line. 15, the Texans and Bobby Slowick Jr. 16, the Chargers, again, obviously, they're eliminated. 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're in Buffalo. 18, the Kansas City Chiefs, no, they've had all sorts of issues uh, there. And then you get a bunch of non-playoff teams until you get down to number 21 and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, for a while, in certain measures and metrics, the 49ers rank behind the Commanders. You know, again, depending on whether you were looking at pass rush win rate and all that stuff, and even at one point, I think uh, PFF had the Commanders ahead as a unit ahead of the 49ers. And uh, here's one that I forgot about. Uh, Number 22, the Cleveland Browns. Now, This is because of injury, okay? This is because of injury. They lost Jack Conklin, their starting right tackle, Jedrick Wills, their starting left tackle, and Dewan Jones, who they drafted as a tackle, the big 370-pounder from Ohio State. They lost all three of them to injuries, to season-ending injuries. And on top of that, Wyatt Teller, who's been a really good right guard, has been banged up all year. So he's been spotty. This year. And J.C. Treader retired a year ago, what have you. But they still have Joel Petonio. Cleveland is going to struggle, I think, against Houston's pass rush on Sunday, uh, Saturday. So that's going to be really interesting to see. And remember, that's a Bill Callahan group. All right, so I wanted to get that out. Let's go to Pauly. Uh, and maybe we can do a little bit of a di- deeper dive tomorrow um, on that. We'll see if we have time. But let's get Paulie aboard here on the show as the last call, and then we'll have uh, Dumb Dumb of the Day and wrap it up on a Thursday. What's up, Paulie? How are you? L to the W, man. What's going nah, on, Paulie? We, we ain't got to do a deep – we got to do a deeper dive, man. I don't need pro football to tell me about how bad my offensive line is, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I can grade it just as good as they can, maybe better. <laughs> Yeah, man. Anyways, look, the old Belichick thing, man. Listen, Belichick is not the coach that we need right now. But, but you do reach out to Bill. You know what I mean? It, for, or his people or whatever. Just because it's Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? And then you make a decision. Because the man is 72 years old. I mean, at some point, even if he stayed with New England, how long would it have been before he decided to hang it up himself? You know what I mean? So if you can't look at a coach and project 10 years, not saying they're going to make it 10 years, but if you can't look at a coach and project, project 10 years, then you got to think of what's really your plan. You know, are, are, are you looking for a quick fix? Are you looking for a direction? But, and let me tell you one thing. Just because somebody gives you a direction doesn't mean their successor is going to keep it in that direction. You know? But anybody, Belichick, Pete Carroll, you know what I mean? Great coaches, great resumes and all that, but it's just not what we need at this time. Now, if you tell me all this happened last year, you know, with the roster that we came into this season with, then I would be more acceptable to, yeah, let's go there. We need Belichick. You know what I mean? Because coming off 8-8-1 eight, eight and one, and then on paper, it looked like something promising could be there if you got the right guy pushing the buttons. You know what I mean? But at this point, nah, man, you, you got to go – you got to go younger. You got to go a, rook, a rookie coach, or you got to go a young adult coach. In my opinion, and young adult coach, I mean, you know, 
so uh, uh, I would say enemy age would be the max. You know what I mean? As All right, as let coach. me ask you this. Do you want a first-time GM and a first-time head coach? Or uh, to me, that's a little too much first-time. Uh, see, it depends on what the support group is. Now, if you get a first-time head coach and he's surrounded by good assistant coaches, some veteran guys, you know what I mean, some guys that's been there before, done it before, or, you know what I mean, then, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. And same thing with, with, uh, with the general manager. If he's surrounded by good people, you know, just because it's, it's your first time of doing something doesn't mean you're going to be uh, not be successful at it. You know, you might not have all the nuances, but doesn't mean it's going to hinder you. I mean, it actually can be it actually can be an asset to you. You know what I mean? Because you haven't haven't developed any uh, bad habits. That's fair. Uh, right yet. That's fair. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't say is is you know I wouldn't just rule it out because it's the first time. I mean, how are you supposed to get that experience if you never get that experience? You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, if it's, uh, this is, but I, I think it's, I'm agreeing with what you was trying to say as far as the uh, the uh, general managers go. So the report is what is is, is Peters and Cunningham guys. are the two finalists. Yeah. So so uh, so is this two guys that they're looking to say, hey, we want to offer you the job, or they're down to two guys? Well, no, 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 no. Both yeah, wouldn't. No, 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 yeah, no, both wouldn't get it. Yeah, both wouldn't get it. It's it's either or. No, I'm not. You know, see, see, you're jumping the gun. You're not letting me talk. I'm saying, are there two guys that's down to take the job, and they have to decide between which one they want? Because just because you want them two guys, you might not even be on neither one of those right. guys' radar. Well, them. yeah, but but but, but listen, they, they both might just be doing you the comic courtesy. All right, but here here but here's the deal, Paulie. They both flew down to Miami. I'm sure they blew. You know. Uh, Josh's jet went, you know, and got them, you know, private or magic or whoever, you know, got them on a private jet. I mean, they met with the team supposedly uh, again, uh, uh, Peter's well into the night or whatever, you know, for several hours, which again, you would expect that all sounds it was, normal. It was a recruiting trip. But, but, trip. but here, here's like, like there's no, like to me, there's no chance that those two guys are not interested in the position. Now, the question becomes, as we were kind of alluding to, and what Peter Schrager first said, and I didn't think about, while I was think while I was talking about the connection between Belichick and Peters, maybe Peters says, Ah, you know what, I want to go back home and goes to the Patriots instead of Washington. You know, so I mean, could could he be, you know, could that have been in the back of his mind? Sure. Absolutely. Um Listen, you also could say the same thing about Peters with uh Rayburn. Yeah, 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 no, y- uh, yes. You know what I mean? My, my, my man Santos hit me on to that one. But the whole thing, what you were just saying is, though, I mean, who would, who would turn down a recruiting trip to Miami? Well, yeah. <laughs> They're right. recruiting trips. You, when, you, when, you, when, you well, when you well sought it, you know what I mean? You, you go on these trips. Why would you turn down a trip? No, I understand that. I, I, I guess I would, I guess I would just mean, say, I mean, with all due, with all due respect, it's – what I'm saying is both those guys have options. Peterman seemed like he's the number one top of everybody's list, list right. that needed GM. And I guess this guy, the other guy, you know, he's pretty – But if he know, chooses if he chooses New England or another situation, that doesn't mean that he wasn't serious about Washington is my point. No, I didn't say he wasn't. He's do, he just going to do what's best yeah. for him in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is so fine. He's entitled to that. So, so what, what, I guess my point is just because they're down to the two that they're one, that doesn't mean they're going to end up with one of those two. 
<laughs> I mean, they might have to go to the third guy. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean it, everything is up. You know, everything is up for grabs. Yeah, sure, absolutely, no yeah, doubt about it. All right, so, I gotta let I mean, you run. I appreciate I, I'm you. Saying when I hear these reports about they down to two, it's like don't don't act like those are the two. You know, those are only two guys, and is a is a slam dunk. Nothing in the world is a slam. If it was a slam dunk, they'll be signing up one of these guys today. One of them be like, nah, you know what? Just we ain't. I ain't got to go nowhere else. I, I want to yeah. be here. I'm gonna right. be okay. I got. I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. Yeah. Got to run. I mean, you don't stop talking. Yes. I mean, I did give him plenty of time. First time in a while. We got along for a little while there, but he just wouldn't stop talking. Which I know I I'm guilty of too. A little bit, but again. Must remind everybody, I, I might be guilty of that, but it is my show. <laughs> I like throwing that around. I like throwing that around just to bleep with people. All right. Uh, again, in case you missed the big announcement last hour, we told you about it uh, not once but twice. Your favorite D.C. sports radio hosts from 1067 The Fan and Team 980 are taking a stage together for a night of sports debate, laughs, and behind-the-scenes stories. That means a lot, a lot of skits and bits. It's 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. It's not a competition, guys. It's an entertainment thing. It's at the Bethesda Theater, Friday, February 2nd. That's not too far away. Less than a month. At 8 o'clock on a Friday night, perfect spot, perfect location, perfect opportunity for you to come and hang out. What will the commanders do in free agency? Who will they spend the number two overall pick on? What do we think about the new head coach and general manager, assuming there is a new head coach and general manager by then? I mean, we assume there'll be an executive vice president uh, in tow. We'll see about the head coach. Who will win Super Bowl 58 and more? And it's all, all fair, meaning not on the radio, on stage and uncensored. The sports junkies, Grant and Danny, B. Mitch and Finley, Kevin Sheehan, myself, and Craig Hoffman, the guys from Bit Season, and much, much more. Get your tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. That's BethesdaTheater.com for your tickets, and it's all presented by our good friends at Main Street Bank. They are terrific partners. Cheer local, bank local, put their team in your office Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Dumb Dumb of the Day coming up next. And we're talking royalty, baby. All right, Hoffman coming up next in a couple of minutes. Maryland, Michigan basketball at uh, Xfinity Center at 6.30. The coverage there with Johnny Holiday and company on the Odyssey app and the Team 980. But now it is time for a little bit of a laugh. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Headline from World News and the AP found by Matthew Essig. Reads, man who claimed to be selling Queen Elizabeth II's walking stick is sentenced for fraud. That's right. In case you weren't aware, Queen Elizabeth II, you know, of course, elderly in age. A 26-year-old man in London tried to sell what he claimed was a walking stick. Uh, Oh, actually, I'm sorry. This is... Yeah, Queen Elizabeth uh, II 
you know, by the late Queen Elizabeth II. Sorry, I already misread it. Uh, he has been sentenced for defrauding eBay buyers for, again, claiming to sell what was a walking stick used by Queen Elizabeth II. So Drew Marshall from Hampshire in southern England claimed he was the senior footman at the Windsor Castle. And the proceeds from the sale of the quote-unquote antler walking stick would go to cancer research. The auction reached 540 pounds, which is about $686, before he canceled the listing after learning police had launched an investigation, according to prosecutors. He was then found guilty of fraud by false representation uh, by the Southampton Magistrates Court and sentenced Monday to 12 months of community order. I assume that's community service. Um... He tried to hoodwink the public with fake charity action fueled by greed and a desire for attention. His scheme was ultimately foiled before he could successfully con any unsuspecting victims. How did they find this out? This guy stinks! Yes, he does. I'm assuming that you know if you work with the queen what is and isn't around and they were probably like oh he stole something and they were like then just making sure that he didn't steal it yeah um but my understanding is he like the walking stick itself wasn't actually so so i don't know if that's how it happened like he stole something legitimate yeah they were looking at it to see if it was legitimate and he stole it realized probably he didn't steal it wasn't legitimate and oh wait that means that he's trying to defraud buyers okay and obviously you know there are people that are much more into british royalty than me I, i mean i have no interest at all um you know, so I, I don't I don't know what he grabbed. I don't grabbed the can- I, who knows, but twelve months community order, I assume service, and a ruined reputation for a twenty six year old dum dum. Congratulations, you're Chris's dum dum of the day. All right, Matt, with the find on that poor Drew Marshall, he thought he was going to make some money off the old queen, and instead, he got slapped right across. His royal face. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jason Fitz of Yahoo Sports and Fox Sports Radio, uh, formerly uh, of uh, ESPN and the band Perry, a Grammy Award-winning musician. If you missed that great 20-minute or so interview, it is up for you in the Odyssey app. Matt's got it all broken down for you or at the Team 980.com in the podcast section. I'm sure we'll have more coverage of that. It was great. He thinks Bill Belichick and Washington would be a good spot. We talked about it all. Nick Saban. Uh, and much, much more. If you missed any of the show, again, hit the Odyssey Rewind or go check it out on the podcast. Craig Hoffman coming up next. I'll see you tomorrow at 1. Have a great Thursday, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle.
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.